Buckle up, excellence junkies, because this podcast is definitely for you. Welcome to Rocket Fuel. Do you wish that you could surround yourself with people that love to kick ass just like you? Well, come to my party, baby, and meet some of the brightest stars in the entrepreneurial galaxy because it is my mission to give these entrepreneurs a platform to declare what they are on this planet to accomplish and to show you why they are rocket fuel. And we're live! I am so excited, guys. This is Wanda Toro Torini of Rocket Fuel. I want to welcome you to an amazing interview. I am so excited. Andrew, you you have been walking around with me. I don't know. You know. Oh, have I? Oh, yes. Nice. Okay. So I got your book because obviously I knew I was interviewing you. And I just love, love law of attraction stuff, manifestation stuff. And I've been in a little bit of a funk lately. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. We were looking for a house and all this stuff. And so... I was so excited for this to come in the mail. And I've literally been walking around with this book. Guys, if you don't see me in the video, it is the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read or carry around with you. (laughs) (laughs) And today I have the author of this book, Andrew Cap, with me. And as I've said, you've been, you went on vacation with me. (laughs) I carry you back and forth to work, to home, because whenever I need a little bit of oomph, I just open it up and bam, like two pages and you're already got me in the zone. So let's talk. Please. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Really pumped. And I'm excited to learn that I was on vacation with you. I had no idea. I've been not getting enough sleep lately. So if only I was known, I would have a little extra sleep these days. We were in the hot tub, in the sauna. Sorry. Now you guys know a little bit too much about Andrew and I. They at least know that they know how to vacation. Hot tub, sauna, those are the ingredients to a successful relaxation session for you. So I I am very excited to be able to introduce you to our audience. I mean, our objective here in the Rocket Fuel podcast is to introduce to those people that are excellence seekers, right? They love to live life on 11, business or life, and law of attraction, manifestation, mindset, all of this stuff is pretty key to having rocket fuel in your life. So tell me a little bit about how this became your thing. Were you always kind of like woo-woo, mecca-lecka-hi, mecca-hi-ni-ho? Yeah, so <laughs> this would be my, my best attempt at a, a short answer for a long story. I learned about Law of Attraction back in 2004, I think. Very young entrepreneur, struggling, trying to make things work. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs in particular, although everyone in particular, but they notice like to have to kill your own dinner, so to speak. And I think yeah. when people, they're in that mindset, <clears throat> they find themselves seeking positive modalities, personal improvement, self-development, that kind of thing. Law of attraction was one philosophy, we'll call it, of many that I was kind of dipping my toe in the pool of just to kind of get a feel like what's going to work. And to be candid, I had my hits and my misses. I actually thought it was pretty inconsistent. And yeah. I find out a few years later that it was 
me who was inconsistent because uh-huh. I, 2008 rolls around and I pretty much had a really rough week where I lost my business and got dumped by my girlfriend of three years over text, mind you, in the same week, within a couple of days of one. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. So I could have used a vacation then, I'll tell you. And yeah. it's funny because you wake up on a Monday and you've got everything, even if you're struggling and life's not perfect, you've got everything. You wake up on Friday, it's like, ooh, 90% of my life went bye-bye. This isn't fun. Wow. And I had to take a really long look in the mirror and figure things out. And I had this weird epiphany and simultaneous moment of stubbornness and indignation where it was like that law of attraction thing did work whenever I actually did it and didn't stop. So you know what? I don't care what happens. I don't care when it happens, why it happens, how it happens. I don't care about any of that. I'm going to go all in with this thing. And when I mean when I say all in, I mean simply five or 10 minutes of gratitude or visualization exercises that I already knew. In fact, I would tweak them to make them easier for me to do, to make more enthousi- make myself more enthusiastic. And this time, no matter what happens, whether things are good or bad, I will not stop. It's only five or 10 minutes a day. I can do it. And the moment that I made that decision, it was it's almost like a movie. Everything changed. Like two weeks later, I felt better, which is saying a lot with a broken heart, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, three months later, I'm in a brand new, way healthier relationship. And never first time ever, I'm, I'm renting movies at Blockbuster with my girlfriend. That shows you how long ago it was. Um, <laughs> four months later, I'm making more money than at any point in my life before then. And six months later, everything's different. Everything's better. Everything's changed. I'm in the best shape of my life. It's kind of funny. Even in that process, I went through this seven-week period where I lost 25 pounds without even trying. And mind you, I wasn't sitting on the couch doing nothing. I was working out with Sensei, but it wasn't to lose weight. It was just to feel better about myself. But that's the funny thing. When you are in the zone, when you have momentum, these extra things just happen for you while you're already taking inspired action, while you're already doing what you're doing. And I basically learned through this lesson, even though I would have preferred a less bumpy ride, I learned (laughs) that that this thing, whatever you call it, the law of attraction or anything else, Whatever it is, it works when you work it. And I learned that not through some guru and not through some book, even though I'd love for everyone to read mine, but I learned it through my own life experience. In fact, that inspired this book because I never thought I'd write this book. It was 10 years later or 11 years actually, where I'm like, listen, I wanna do something new in my business. And what's part of my life that's really inspiring where to be candid, I'm not gonna get bored interacting with my customers and answering questions and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me bring something to a space of a thousand other books where I can finally show people my viewpoint, how I got out of this, and hopefully basic point a mirror to them, show them whether it's law of attraction or weight loss or anything. Why is it we learn really good information? We get really inspired. We start to use it. We start to get results and we still stop. Why is that? Yeah. I can address that. If I can kind of Ah. pull the mirror up and show people and, and catch them, help them catch themselves in the act that way, and also give them a way by which they could have enough of a good time with this that they'll actually be consistent. Then they'll get what I received. They'll get through their own life experience by doing this long enough to get a result, by enjoying the ride in the meantime. They're like, oh, this does work when I work it. And because I learned through my own life experience, I will never need someone else again. I will always have this. No one can ever take this away from me. Right, right. So. But I, I kind of want to take you back a little bit. Let's, let's rewind. Because you tried these methods and you realized, okay, maybe I should do this consistently because you saw something before that, right? You had like a little bit of inkling of proof that it moved the needle. So yeah. can you take me back to the first time that you ever kind of 
dabbled in law of attraction manifestation work. So here's the real, here's the funny thing, because the miracles are in the minutia. They're, they're uh -huh. actually in the nuance. So believe it or not, this sounds really funny. But when I first started this, I did like an experiment of like just feeling gratitude for five or 10 minutes a day for a week. The thing that came up that made me see that something is different, as, as weird as it sounds, is a friend of mine offered to buy me lunch. Uh -huh. And the reason this is so weird is because, no offense to this person, but stingy is a polite <laughs> word for him. You're like, there's no way in hell this person naturally. There's no <laughs> way. He's, you know, it's him. funny because like he, he would be at company events and he'd be like on the heels of whoever had the company card to make sure that they expensed everything. That was him. <laughs> and he's like, and it's funny back then I was just, I was eating a lot. I don't know why I was a big eater. It's like the universe is like, okay, well, you want to eat? Well, and you want to see if this works or here's some dude who's never going to offer you a thing, offering you lunch. And that same week, another person who it's not like he's stingy, but we just didn't interact much. He also like, hey, I've got extra food. You want to come join me for lunch? Those two weird things that never happened and that would never normally happen in that reality that I was living. I'm like, OK, this is something nice and it's out of nowhere. And it's like a baby step. OK, this works. But then by that same token, and we could talk about this. <laughs> there's a part of my mind that was very threatened by the fact that I might actually improve my life because it couldn't really predict the survivability of any change. And it crept in there and it talked me out of it. Said, no, that's not a big deal. You don't oh, have to, oh, you know, yeah. No, I was gonna say, re repeat that again. So there was something that you were threatened by things potentially changing for the yeah, good? Part, part of my, so we better? all, bear in mind, I'm obviously not a, a clinical psychologist. Yeah. But we've got our conscious mind, we've got our subconscious mind, and in the middle, we've got what I define as the ego, which yeah. is way stronger than your conscious, but nothing that it's subconscious. Mm -hmm. And it only has one job in this world, and that's to keep you alive, mm -hmm. which means wherever you are in your life, including any money problems you're having, relationship problems, even health problems, your ego knows you are alive right now, and it does not want to risk the status quo. Because to give you an extreme example, someone out there might want to be rich and famous, for all your ego knows is when you become famous, you're going to get a stalker, and that's a threat to your survival. For all your ego knows is when you get rich, you're going to get distant family coming out of the woodwork to sue you for your house. That's a threat to your survival. So your ego actually loves you. This is a misguided attempt to keep you safe. But it's basically... It's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like your Puerto Rican mother. Like, oh my gosh, don't do that. You're going to kill yourself. It's like, what's going to happen? Don't do that. It's like, and it, it will do whatever it needs to by hook or by crook to keep you... Yeah. It's keeping you stuck in place, but it keeps it thinks it's keeping you safe in place. Makes and sense, so yeah. that part of my mind that I had not identified yet is like... And by the way, this isn't the actual words I'm hearing, but it's kind of speaking to me in a certain way. Like you've done seven straight days of gratitude. You can give yourself the weekend off, which becomes a year, by the way. Or <laughs> you know what? That's not a big deal that, that buying that lunch. I mean, it's weird, but I mean, come on. It, it, this is only working if you win a car or if you win the lottery. Whatever nonsense has to be said mm -hmm. to keep mm -hmm. you from keep going with it. And the thing about your ego is because it loves you. It also knows you. It knows your fears, your insecurities, your doubts, and it knows how to leverage them. Which, by the way, um, I promise I wouldn't give long-winded answers, but I got to get this out here. Oh, um, give it! <laughs> it's like, oh, this is really important because the question is, if your ego has this grip on you, how do you get around it? And yeah. the answer is bypassing the ego through these gratitude or visualization exercises that will access the subconscious mind directly. And then, depending mm. on your beliefs, your subconscious mind is either going to vibrate that signal out to the universe 
to manifest what you want, or it's just a supercomputer that will govern your behaviors and actions and responses so that you can spot your opportunities and win, or what I believe is a combination of both. But the whole key is visualize, enjoy gratitude, do these things, and those messages are going, skipping over the ego. They're getting to the subconscious mind, and here's a really cool part. When you up your station in life, your ego then has a new place to defend because it sees that you're alive in that moment as well. That's mm -hmm. why certain people, they'll make six figures, and then they'll lose their job, but like within a year later, they're making six figures again because they've already achieved that internal financial thermostat. It's already safe for their ego for them to be making that much money. Wow. But you're right. It's like you have this these default settings that your ego is like, yeah, but this is what it is. This is what's been and anything, whether it's potentially good or bad, is just different and different is scary. Yeah. Your, and, your ego doesn't care about your comfort, by the way. It doesn't care about your satisfaction, your fulfillment or anything. It just cares that you're alive. It's not here as one of the, as a tour guide, making sure that you're happy and that you're not going to complain to the manager. You know what I mean? Yeah. All that it wants to know is that you are alive and living and breathing and comfort be damned, satisfaction be damned, fulfillment be damned. That's just not on the interest because that doesn't guarantee your survival according to the ego. Yeah. But, and what's interesting though is what the perception of ego actually is, right? Because some folks may use ego in the sense of like, oh, the ego is kind of keeping you up, right? It's keeping you elevated. It's keeping you hoity-toity. It's keeping you, but it's not that. It's just keeping you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just keeping you. And, and it having that protective mode or an intention is also very interesting because then we also look at those people in our lives that similarly play a role of ego, right? Like this is the norm. This is our life. This is, why do you want to be this person? Why do you want to be rich? Why do you want to be famous? Why do you want to have like impact in the world? Like go get, get a job at the grocery store. Like your dad did or whatever, you know what I mean? Like this is what reality is for us. And sometimes our family and our loved ones keep tend to play that protective role. And it takes a lot of effort to kind of skip that communication line. Yeah. What, well, you, you know, there's, there's a sense of safety that you are forfeiting when you do something like this because, and I said a sense of safety, not actual safety. There's yeah. a sense of safety that you're forfeiting because we are creatures of comfort. We're also, by the, by the way, genetically predisposed to not wanting to be um, rejected by the group because there was mm. a time in this world where if you got rejected, it's you against the saber-toothed tiger with no backup. And yeah. no one wins in that situation. These days, there's no saber-toothed tiger, but we've got those, those concerns kind of linked into us automatically where I don't know if people notice, like if you get rejected or insulted or something like that it actually hurts physically on a certain level it doesn't hurt the way a bruise hurts or the way getting punched in the face hurts but it does kind of hurt the way you're getting punched in the gut from the inside and that's because part of your survival means i this feels bad i want to avoid this because i want to avoid being rejected by the group because i want to avoid circumstances where my survivability rate goes down right wow wow okay so what i also love is that you you referred to reconnecting with these techniques, but wanting to kind of modify them a little bit to 
to make them easier and more approachable for you. So for the folks that aren't watching the video version of it, and I definitely recommend that you hop on the Rocket Fuel YouTube channel, R-O-C-K-I-T Fuel, so that you could check out the video. But you're a guy with a trucker hat. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're not wearing this like guru robe and, and whatever. So I think that's really important for people to understand. Sometimes sometimes there's this perception of these sorts of, of techniques as being kind of out there mm -hmm. and and connecting it with certain types of personality and stuff. But bottom line, I mean, these techniques have been around forever. And yeah. it's just a matter of really kind of corralling them and then putting them in ways that that work for you. And so before we get into why you called it the last love attraction book you'll ever need to read, I, I did want to thank you because I know that you put together a gift for the audience because you really believe that manifesting should be fun. I remember us talking about that, that it shouldn't feel like, okay, I'm gonna like shut the lights off and do all the things to, to try and bring this. It's just adding joy into your yeah. life and getting you into this positive vibe. So what you did, which was super awesome, is you put together this guide, you called it manifest, Make Manifesting Fun, but here, it's a user-friendly, I mean, I love the fact that you even chose a user-friendly sampler of law of attraction manifestation methods. It's like, it doesn't have to be complicated, guys. These are my favorite, and you pluck them out of your book, although I recommend everybody to actually get the book because you will walk around with it and carry Andrew to all your lovely places in the world. But all you have to do right now to get this sampler that Andrew put together is text manifest. How beautiful is that, right? So you're gonna text manifest to 411321. So the phone number, if you're in the US, the phone number is six numbers, 411321. In the message, you're gonna text manifest. If you haven't used the catch word before, we will ask you for your email address. Bam, put in that email address and you will instantly in your email, get this make manifesting gun, make manifesting fun sampler, which how many methods did you drop in here? So I snuck in three and actually one's from the book. One is from my YouTube channel and one is exclusive to this <gasps> little sampler. Cause I figured like, you know, oh. have something special like where they can't get it anywhere else. And like you were saying, the whole point is that these things are enjoyable. It doesn't have to be some weird type of thing where you're uncomfortable and you have to be sitting perfectly still because that introduces resistance. The whole point is this should be loose, easy, fun. And P.S., even though I know this works, let's pretend I'm lying or I'm deluded. These feel good. So at the very least, you're giving yourself the physiological benefit of escaping from whatever concerns you might have throughout the day. And you can just take a few minutes a day and just feel good about your life. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I loved, I loved that you differentiated that because if you are curious about manifesting law of attraction, all that stuff, and you're like, whoa, perhaps you're not like me having no problem walking <laughs> around with this book, right? Yeah. You just text for this guide, text manifest, remember M-A-N-I-F-E-S-T, that's your message to 411321. 
you're going to receive this. I, I love that it's short. It's a short read, but man, is it like packed with value. And I'm very grateful that that you took the time to put this together for the audience, because my objective um Obviously, we're serving excellent seekers, right? We're serving those folks that are like, give me a sample of something else. So this is like the perfect match. But for any of you that have been curious and felt like whoever has spoken about it or wherever you've heard of it, it it just didn't feel aligned with who you are. Maybe you felt like you had to define yourself as a different person if you tried manifesting. Uh, we're here to tell you that's not the case. And that's why I said go on to the YouTube channel Look at Andrew. He's a handsome truck, truck hat wearing guy, right? Trucker hat wearing guy. And that's really important for people to feel kind of that this process is approachable. And at a minimum that what you said, I'm going to switch this on the screen. Um, What I didn't mention, if you are an international listener, you can actually text manifest as a message to the following number plus one nine oh nine. 741-1321. It's also here as a banner on the video. Plus one, 909 The message manifest. Provide your email address. You're going to get this instantaneously. Okay. So what I, what I wanted to mention here is that the approachability is key because if all that an audience member does is just get a boost in their spirit, in their energy for that day. Like I truly believe that's just going to attract more positive experiences in that very day. People interacting with you differently, possibly even buying you lunch. <laughs> Maybe, you never know. And a quick thing, just to speak to what you said, Juan, you said very important. I'm not dressed like in guru room, get guru room. Are you gonna tell me that that's what you really dressed? <laughs> Um, but actually- but I, there's, there's a very important message communicated through that. I mean, that's just how I dress, but more importantly, in my opinion, in when it comes to the law of attraction, when it comes to this space, you, and I mean everyone listening, you are your own guru. If I can be a guide that will present some information that makes it easier to uh, consume this and to implement it, beautiful. But in the end, you are your own guru. You don't need anybody else. I mean, hopefully you find your way, whether it's my book or my channel or someone else's, to methods that make sense and are easy to use and implement. But in the end, it all comes down to you. It all comes down to you and you are perfectly capable and empowered of doing this. All this five minutes a day of feeling good and everyone can do this. They don't need some mystical guide in order to help them, regardless of where they are in the spectrum in terms of esoteric versus um, a little bit more three-dimensional, we'll say. Yeah, this is fantastic. So as we are on the countdown towards the end of this like magnificent, thank you, this magnificent interview, I have kind of an off the track question only because the folks that listen also tend to get a little fascinated with entrepreneurs <laughs> in general, right? I think we're like exotic animals. They're like, what the hell? Like, why do people do these things, right? So, so tell me a little bit, like, what did you do before you were even an entrepreneur? Let, mm. Let's go to that quickly. I graduated college because I mean, I went, I started my own first company when I was 22 years old. Mm-hmm. I would say that before then I, I interned for the then World Wrestling Federation, um, nice. out of, out of WWE, I was just marketing, um, a marketing internship with them. So, I mean, I was always going down the path of marketing and business and things of that nature, but mm-hmm. I just did random summer jobs. Like I've 
I pretty strong out the gate. I was an entrepreneur right away. Even when I took nine to five jobs, I always had side hustles. And that's always been my attitude. Again, we are strange creatures. We can't help ourselves, but do our own thing and, and run our own show and drive our own car. <laughs> exactly. So it, it is interesting to, to be able to kind of see like when that entrepreneurial bug kind of bit bit the guest because some folks find it very late in their lives, but could kind of go back and start identifying some clues that, yeah. that this was kind of the direction. That well, they I could tell you a really quick story. Like growing up, grandparents and parents and aunts and uncles, they were of the mindset of you, know, you get a job, you stay there for 40 or 50 years and you get your gold watch and you're taken care of. And mm -hmm. when I graduated, it became pretty clear to me that even if they wanted to and not to say they do, like you can't really count on a company to take care of you in that way. So it was really shocking, like, okay, well, this sucks. Um, yeah. I need a new game plan for survival and thriving, by the way. Uh -huh. So basically because, I mean, it became really clear to me that you can't count on some big organization. It's like, okay, I guess I have to do it myself. So right out the gate, I didn't enjoy it, by the way, but I'm like, listen, something's gotta be done. And it yeah. was such a shock. It took me four or five years of, of struggling in business before I even got my act together with this, because that's just sometimes it's part of the process. And everyone knows this, but you know, you look at certain successes, no one ever sees the blood, sweat, tears, the frustration, the uncertainty, the doubt, and the fog that people have to go through before they're bragging on Facebook and Instagram and showing all their big things. I think it's important that you said that, or anybody that is listening that may even have that inkling of that bug in them and are they're interested in exploring. I mean, they, when you're listening to all of this, most of the time, the airwaves are, are filled with these successes, right? What you ultimately landed on being as an expert and such, right? But it took a while. It was a, a journey for you to get to the point of even deciding to write the book. So tell me when, when you, what prompted you to decide to even put these techniques in a book? Because if they were working for you, they're working for you. But then the next step of actually saying, hey, I want to put this in a book for other people. What was that trigger? Yeah, well, again, it was one of those things where I, I wanted to do something new in business. I mean, before this, I was doing marketing consulting and copywriting. Mm. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to change the pace again. What's going to inspire me? So it's not like I was hiding or hoarding these techniques, but to be honest, <laughs> like, th this is a full-time job kind of telling people about it. So if you're going to do it, you have to make a decision of like, I'm going to go all in. So it was really, yeah. like, okay, I'm finally ready to go all in. And I'm also finally willing to give myself permission to put this out there in this sea of all these other books and really stand up out there. And, and I think that the important thing is, you said before, these methods, even though I tweak them, they've been around forever. I think that's the point. The point is, even in my book, I give you very clear steps in the techniques that I provide, but there's this open invitation that people should always have where you can tweak the steps to your liking. The number mm -hmm. one thing, my technique, your version of my technique, someone else's technique, number one thing is that you feel good while thinking about what you have or what you want or both. That's the whole formula. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was just a thing of like, okay, let me... I, I know these work. I know this is legit. Am I almost, this sounds so dramatic and pretentious, but like, am I being selfish by not putting this out there? So I'm like, all right, right, well, let me just run with it and do it and give myself permission. And that was the end of 2019 where I published it. And I've just been really 99% on this ever since. Wow. And so when you settle, now that you know, now that I know that you have a copywriting background, I'm interested in 
how you settled on the actual title of the book. Was it easy peasy? It was like, yeah, no brainer. Or um, it's funny. It's, I don't even remember because I remember as a copywriter, it's like you got to try out all different titles and playing with words. Uh -huh. So I just remember this, this session where it was a, it's a, it's like a, a big mess, basically a big mess of different, like throwing words together. Uh -huh. And then I thought to myself, like, well, what is this book supposed to be? Because again, is it going to be like every other book? If it doesn't add something new to the conversation, what's the point? I'm like, okay, well, the whole problem I've identified, whether it's law of attraction or anything else, is again, people get perfectly good information in books that are already out there and they still don't implement. What if yeah. I can present this content in a way that will again just it'll inspire people just long enough to give themselves permission to do it just long enough to get a result and then they're forever changed. This isn't the last one they'll ever read because they might want to read more, but it's my perspective that's the last one they'll ever need to read in that. If this doesn't make you understand, then nothing will. Because the whole point is, all it is is about enjoying techniques enough that you're consistent so that it, it's a choice rather than a chore. It can't yes. be a commitment or an obligation. It has to be something that you look forward to. And that was really my perspective. And one more thing about being a copywriter, I use that in my writing style. Because, again, to be pretentious, I don't view this as a book. I view it as an experience. And yes. every, every author should view their book as an experience because... You have a unique human being who's going to buy that book and is getting a certain expectation, not only of value and content, but also just of flow and ease of reading it. And mm -hmm. I designed that book from page one to page 208, word to word, sentence to sentence, paragraph to paragraph, chapter to chapter to evolve. It's almost like a song. There's a progression to it so that you're, there's a cadence to it so that people will hopefully be able not only to enjoy it, but read it all the way through so that they get as much benefit as I can possibly offer through my perspective on what this really is. Oh my goodness. Well, Andrew, it is quite evident why you are hashtag rocket fuel. That is amazing. And I love to, to hear the story and your, your personal approach on writing the book, because now as I continue to read it, I will appreciate the flow and the journey. And I do encourage you guys as listeners to pick up the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read. Can they go, where, where can they go to, to get the book? I know your website is awesomemarvelous.com. Yeah, awesomemarvelous.com, we'll link them there. And really, you know, obviously it's on Amazon and at least for US people, if you go to lastlawofattractionbook.com, that'll auto forward to the Amazon listing. And PS, everyone knows this, Amazon has previews. So you can start reading the book on Amazon to make a decision if you wanna buy it. So you can or try while it you wait. <laughs> while you wait to receive yes. it in the mail. Yes. Exactly. That's... And while you enjoy the make manifesting funds, that's also there for you. But yeah, awesomemarvelous.com, lastlawofattractionbook.com, or just find me on YouTube if you want to see my style of video and content there as well. Exactly. Just so much that you're, you've put together in support. I also want to throw in that when you read the book, you do offer people the next step opportunity to kind of really engage these methods into their everyday practice. And so there's more. It's not just about a book. And I think it's evident that it had impact on your life and you have that intention to really make a difference in other people's lives, not just to just drop the book, but to really share this content and these methods in so many different ways. And I'm very appreciative that we've been able to share your story and that you took time to be on this. I want to make sure if you are a listener, if you have not texted for this sampler 
you need to do it right now. So remember, if you're in the U.S. to 411321, you want to text the word manifest, M-A-N-I-F-E-S-T. And if you are international, make sure that number is plus one, 909-741-1321, text manifest. Thank you so much, Andrew Cap. I am so excited. And I think I'm going to have to have you on again. I just, that this 30 minutes is just not enough. Well, Any Wanda, final words you. for the audience? Well, first of all, thanks to you, Wanda. I would love to come back. And I just really appreciate your intentionality, what you're doing. I guess the final message to the audience is please feel welcome to try gratitude for just five minutes a day, whether you believe in this law of attraction thing or not, because you may be pleasantly surprised. And at the very least, it's a five minute escape from whatever you're thinking about. And keep listening to Wanda, because obviously you can tell how much <laughs> she cares about what's going on here. And I have no doubt she's going to keep bringing you guests that really oh, care about you. you. So thanks to you, Wanda, and thanks to your audience. Excellent. Have a good one. Have a rocking day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Look, every one of our episodes is boosted by a value-packed keyword called a catchword. Yeah. This allows our audiences to text to receive even more value from our guests. So take advantage of that great value. And if you share your expertise by guesting on podcasts or TV or speaking in front of live or digital audiences, then you're leaving anonymous fans behind. So go get a catchword at catchwords.com, K-E-T-C-H words.com and use podcast 20 as a promo code for 20% off your setup fee. Look, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the Rocket Fuel podcast so you never miss your jolt of Rocket Fuel. Until next time, adios.